This is your host, Vernon Terrell, with Grace Ministries International, and it's time for Walking Free. And welcome back. This is Vernon, and uh, today we have Kyle Jenkins uh, with me. Hello, Kyle. Hey, Vernon. And uh, Kyle and I have done a couple podcasts, and we'll continue to do uh, more. We still have uh, part two of questions. We're not doing that today, but we still have uh, another part two, part three. I don't know how long we're going to go on that on some frequently asked questions or questions you might be afraid to ask. Um, So that'll be fun. Hope you're ready for that, Kyle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Preparing. (laughs) <laughs> preparing absolutely this uh today Kyle and I were talking and uh, we thought we would talk about something might be sensitive for some folks in terms of um those who might be engaged in this particular uh activity or behavior and uh there are some churches that have would uh might be considered that have fallen prey to this type of tactics uh, maybe uh, you have encountered uh, these tactics that we're about to talk about uh, and uh, they're just unnecessary and in fact they're worse than that they're hurtful and Kyle what what am I talking about what's the reveal here what are the tactics that we're gonna just start uh, at least to begin this conversation on yeah, the the tactics of guilting and shaming, mm. you know, even I, I was guilty of it for a long time. Sometimes I still fall into these things at times when I'm not, you know, when my eyes have gotten off of Christ and then I've put them on myself thinking it's my role to play the Holy Spirit in somebody's life because I start believing the lie from the devil that, hey, I, you know, I can transform you. I, we don't need God's kindness. I can do it through manipulation or shaming or guilting or uh, any, you know, they've got a plethora of lists online of logical fallacies and uh, shaming, guilting tactics. And we're going to jump into some of those. I think the, this is uh, not just uh, constrained to individuals, but uh, even church cultures can unfortunately uh, fall into this idea of guilting and shaming, uh, and they might have, uh, at least justifying in their mind, uh, some well-intended goal for you or somebody to uh, be behaving in a certain way to keep you out of, quote, sin, uh, and to help you, quote, walk right. Uh, that's, you know, maybe what they're thinking, but Man, that doesn't work, and it's just misguided. And you can feel if you're in a church like that, or in a relationship, or a group, a mm-hmm. small group like that. You can feel the pressure of and the weight of those tactics. So let's mm-hmm. let's just kick it off uh, a little bit. And what are some of the things that you have experienced? some of the things that you have found around these 
tactics? I guess for me, kind of the, um, you know, as I was looking through the lists that I'd found online, and uh, I mean, I remember my first, my first semester of college, the 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 teacher, she's a really awesome Indian lady. She was a believer, and she started off with context, and she's like, context so important. Let me show you. She writes really big on the board. Uh, there is no God, and she's like, well, really, what the verse says, and she's quoting the, I think it's the Psalms. It says like, uh, oh, well, the fool has said in his heart, there's no God. And so right off the bat, using, you know, showing us context and taking us through these just different argument fallacies um, and how uh, I was thinking about it as we're, as you were talking. And it's like, well, Paul ran into this with the Galatians and pretty mm-hmm. much all of those churches starting off. It's like, you know, you've gone back to law based living, which what does the law do? We talked about it in an earlier podcast. Well, the law is a ministry of condemnation and death. And so if we're not seeing grace, God's grace properly, if we're not seeing God properly, seeing ourselves as who we really are in Christ, that's going to cause, that will bring up all those problems of just simply not seeing God right. We're not seeing his grace correct. And it will harbor, it will encourage all of these just logical fallacies, these shaming and guilting tactics. Mm. And some uh, well, and I and I'm just going to assume the best well-intentioned or well-meaning uh, believers might think that, hey, what I need to do, you know, if someone's maybe uh, just not living according to the quote-unquote standards they think they should live to, or not doing certain maybe uh, s- uh, spiritual activities that they think another should be doing, they might default to this shaming or guilting uh, technique, trying to guilt someone into doing certain behaviors or shame someone uh, into doing certain behaviors. Uh, But that never works. Has anyone, uh, have you experienced someone trying to guilt you or shame you into behaving a certain way? Oh man, I wish I hadn't, but yes, for sure. (laughs) It was, what was God it like? Was, what 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 do they and no names obviously, but right, what right. what was put on you? Um, you know, I thought of like uh, you know when, when somebody projects projecting onto some other people. Um, you know, some uh, I was even just talking about it with a with a housemate of mine about um, you know, say if somebody has their they have a gift of evangelism, and then they'll project on others. You know, why aren't you evangelizing more? It's like, well, it's just mm. not, not my gift, and it's not a fruit of the Spirit. You know, Galatians 5, through 23, nothing against the gift of evangelism, but not everybody has that. And so, you know, almost like a pyramid or kind of elevating oneself. Mm. It's like, well, look at all that I'm doing. You should dot, dot, dot. Completely right. missing that the new heart that we have in Christ, it would be like, It'd be like with anything else in the in the Christian life at the core of like, well, yeah, it's like I want to help out poor people. I, I have a heart for the poor. I have a heart for the hurting, and yet I don't need somebody to tell me, you know, hey, you should you should care about the poor and the hurting, as if I don't already, as if we don't already, um, just missing out. You know, it's like the church missing out on, well, who are we as new creations with new hearts of Jesus who do 
care about the hurting and the poor like Jesus did. But since we're one with him in spirit, we do care. We do care for all those people. And that guilt and shame is making this assumption that, well, you don't. And I think the issue is maybe that person who is the purveyor of the guilt and the shame and who's (laughs) casting that out, um, you or I aren't doing it up to their level, what they believe is the level, because they may have, like you said, they may be very gifted or very passionate. I am pro-life. I don't go march generally at pro-life protests. <laughs> now, be, now, just the fact that I don't go march at a pro doesn't mean that, well, I'm not committed or I'm not pro-life. Yeah, I'm pro-life. I believe in the sanctity of life. I do. I think that life um, is is important to me. But just because I don't go march doesn't mean I don't have that conviction. Don't assume that. Don't don't shame me into going to march at this at some rally. Um, that's that's not. I don't believe that's how Jesus operated. Uh-uh. And uh, and so I, I hear what you're saying in terms of. Uh, folks who are very driven and very passionate, sometimes you know they just want you with them. And out of their passion, sometimes they may uh, use a little tactic that we call guilt, the old guilt trip or the shaming. Mm. What does a guilt trip look like? You know, I started looking up just definitions on all this, on all yeah. this before we got in here, and it's like guilt is like. Uh, you know, trying to basically, you know, invoke in somebody. And it's like, well, you know, you should uh, uh, feel like you've done something wrong. You know, you're supposed to feel wrong. And I, I'm mm. going to, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to create that in you, you know, um, based on, you know, whatever behavior parameters doing or not doing something. Um, right. That's the guilt trip. And this is where we're going to get that little distinction between guilt and shame. Um, mm. And, and there's, there is a distinction. Uh, and guilt is more about that behavior. You are not doing what you're supposed to do. Um, you need to feel guilty about that. And then you need to do it. I mean, that's the obvious choice. You need to feel guilty. Now go do it. That's part of the guilt trip to get you to do what that person or group or whatever uh, wants you to do or believes is the right thing to do. Mm. Shaming someone is a little different shaming you're still trying to get to a, a an end where you want them to maybe act a certain way behave a certain way do something shaming is really attacking at the level of the person and their identity you are not good you're not good you're not a good person you're simply you are bad mm. you are the personification of bad because you're not doing this or thinking this way or whatever and so they want to shame you and to do it so you'll be a better person. Mm. And uh, so there, but it's all manipulation. Yes. It's <laughs> Jesus didn't, Jesus was not the, uh, was not a master manipulator. Jesus <laughs> actually was the exact opposite. He was the one who set captives free he was the one who said, you he presented himself and said, you know, you believe your choice, your choice, you, you choose, you choose. 
Mm-hmm. And I uh, love that uh, in John, I believe it's John, where he uh, was saying that he wanted to gather Jerusalem. I mentioned this uh, in, uh, actually it was in Matthew, sorry, Matthew 23 uh, on an earlier podcast. But he says, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, I would have gathered you. I wanted to gather you like um, like uh, hens would gather their chicks, but you mm-hmm. would not. Mm-hmm. You would not. You would not. And um, I think God is um, a God of choice. Uh, he's a God who's made us whole, made us brand new. And he's not into guilt tactics and manipulation. What else you got, mm-hmm. Kyle, on that list? Oh, I mean, everything you were saying there, just uh, it's like we, we don't have to we don't have to play the games of the devil to try to get each other to act better or, or, mm. or live a righteous life, uh, live upright lives. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, as we're talking about these different, uh, the different tactics and guilting and shaming, um, noticing that those who that are, you know, doing that to others, and I've been guilty of it before. And so those that are doing it, it's really just their own sense of worth and value is, is lacking. They're not mm. really seeing how important, how valued, how secure, uh, how loved and delighted they are by God. They're just not seeing it. And so trying to, you know, either position themselves o- over somebody or, you know, uh, you know, look at all that I'm doing. Why don't you dot, dot, dot. Um, it really comes down to the identity and the identity mm. issue of not seeing how loved and valued we, we really are. That's that's really the bedrock foundation, and that's what we teach mm-hmm. and preach and share. And at Grace Ministries International, that's that is the foundation. And I don't need, you know. And I've said this before. Sometimes it gets me in trouble, but uh, I'll say it again <laughs> that you know God is not so much concerned about your behavior. Yes, Mm. behavior is important in that there are consequences to behavior. Absolutely. No question. God's, I think, uh, not as concerned about your behavior. He's concerned about you trusting him. That's what he's concerned about. He he wants you to trust him always. Righteousness is always important um, to the Father. But guess what? When you believed, you were made righteous. So that's mm. that. Check that box off. You were. He's made you righteous in Christ. Check you know, your behavior uh, as you understand that will conform to the belief and the understanding that you have around your identity. And if you have this, if you're in this death cycle of shame and guilt. Uh, you're never going to walk free. You're going to walk trying to be less guilty and less shameful. Mm. <laughs> and and that's that's just falling right into the enemy trap. Uh, and as Kyle said, you need to understand, as a believer in Jesus Christ, you have been made brand new, and mm. you don't have to fall prey, uh, and you don't have to um, emulate, as I love the way you said that, using the tactics of the enemy. 
You don't have to do that in in your life. Feeling, you know, having the Dobby, bad Dobby, bad Dobby, bad Dobby from Harry Potty, sorry, uh, Potty, <laughs> Harry Potty. That's good. Or Harry Potter. That's better. Uh, some of you don't like Harry Potter. Okay, I get that. But those who you know remember the the movies like the the bad Dobby. No, you don't. You don't need to be flailing yourself. Uh, mm. You need to stand firm in the freedom where Christ sets you free. Mm. Uh, that's yeah. the yeah. point. Mm. So, uh, Kyle, is, is, yeah, I was just thinking as you were sharing. Oh, something. Uh, yeah, I talk. I, I share a lot of Mike Wells' material, but you know, Mike Wells, the missionary, once shared. It's like, well, well, Satan loves the preaching of sin. Every Sunday, he, he, you know, Satan loves it when just we. Oh, let's just we're going to preach about sin today, because then where's your focus? Mm. It's on sin. And it's not on the sun. And so then what about whatever gets your focus gets you. And if your focus is on whether it's not sinning or, or then even, you know, I, I'm going to really, you know, if you want, if you, if you'd like to set up for failure today, here, here's a couple of rules, you know, try really hard to do good. That mm-hmm. will set you up for failure because it's still based on law. And, you know, and as you were sharing here, you know, I think of all those New Testament passages of the instructional parts of the New Testament epistles. And yet the first half of all the epistles is is all belief, you Mm -hmm. know, knowing who you are in Christ, knowing who we are, knowing that we're that we are dead to sin, knowing that we have new hearts and knowing that we are safe in the beloved, uh, that we are secure, grace and peace. Uh, you know, that was how Paul started most of his letters. Grace and mm. peace to you from God the Father. Not shame and guilt, not shame and fear, but grace and peace. And and then if you do, you know, believing the first half, I like how Neil Anderson used to say it. Well, if you believe the first half, you'll do the second half naturally, supernaturally. Because it will be all based on what you're believing first. And everything we do does stem from what we're choosing to think and believe. And so it's that the truth sets us free. It's the lies that keep us bound. And so, and I, you know, and I used to do the same thing. You know, I'd, I'd run to the instructional parts. Oh, see, we're not supposed to do this. We're supposed to do this. Completely missing the first half of, but what am I to believe about myself? What am I to believe about the, you know, that I am a new creation and that I do desire to treat my wife like Christ treated the church, uh, that I do want to help the poor already. Uh, that I don't want to sin. And, and yeah, mm. missing that, just like Paul had to say to the Galatians, you foolish Galatians, what's happened? You know, you've gone back to this law performance rather than this gospel of grace. Wow. And that's uh, where we want to encourage you to understand and be able to recognize that there are tactics and uh, don't fall prey to those tactics of the enemy, whether used by a friend or a family member or or others or an organization or a group. Don't fall prey to the tactics of guilt and shame and don't emulate those uh, tactics. Mm-hmm. Um, I like what Paul says. Did you know, and he says in Romans 9, Romans 10, He says, for the scripture says, whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. 
you know, God's not out shaming you. God's not out to you. In fact, in Christ, you're not condemned and you will not be put to shame. That word also means and has this idea of, of to be disappointed, by the way, disappointed in yourself or disappointed um, uh, in, in who you are. You will not be put to shame. The mm. one who believes in him. So why would you want to put to shame your fellow brother or anybody else for that matter? That's not that's not how to help someone walk free. And that's what we're all about, by the way, is mm. helping you walk free. And back to the little tagline we always say on the podcast is stop talking, just start walking. Stop talking about your identity and your righteousness. So go walk it. Why? Mm. To get more righteous? No. Because you're brand new. Just go be you. Go be the brand new you that you are. Uh, and But why do we sometimes, even as parents, I did this, I confess, I uh, had this, you know, you you think, well, this will work as a parent. You always are grasping at straws. <laughs> All right, well, now what, what do I try? I'm going to guilt them and shame my kids into behaving. And it's an easy trap. I did some of it too, trying to, I try to unravel that, and I think I got bad, uh, better over the years uh, with not falling into that. But I think we learn. It's a learned behavior, a learned tactic uh, that that uh, I had and maybe you had uh, too, and we have to just snap out of it. It's like, well, that's, that's not grace-filled. Mm. That's not truth-filled. That's shame-filled. Is that what you want to put on your daughter to put on your friends? Absolutely not. Did you ever experience that growing up? Um, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and I'd, I'd wrote in this, uh, you know, in my testimony, it's like this kind of, you know, the, the shaming and the guilting trying to get me to change my behavior uh, that just led me to suicide. Mm. And it, that was as a believer in Christ, I was already born again. Uh, and that all that, uh, you know, all that kind of teaching of shaming and guilty. Well, that just led me to want to check out. Yep. Because I wasn't being told. It's like, yeah, but you, you know, the problem isn't your sinning. You know, the problem is what you believe. You're just believing wrong. If you believe, you know, if you, and, and then it even, you know, as we teach at GMI and the other uh, 220 networks and other grace teachers, it's like, well, what we don't need is more information. We don't need more education. We need the revelation. And only God can give that to us. And so it's like, well, God, then just just show me how good and how unshaming you are, how uncondemning and unguilting you are towards us. Um, that's you know, great. That's, I mean, that's good news. That's what we need uh, to hear. The um, uh, I think that... Uh, for, for the, the 220 Ministries, Network 220, which we're a part of, and the other Grace Ministries, uh, we do our best to encourage you in the truth. Why? Because it's the truth that sets you free. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And it's trusting Christ. It's understanding the truth. And the truth of what? What truth? Well, the truth of who Jesus is and the truth of who you are and the truth of who you are in him. And that is so vital, and we don't hear it a lot. Uh, we want you, and so you know, if you're working 
um, with your kids or in, in friendships some, uh, or just directed toward yourself, my encouragement is to always give yourself room and give mm-hmm. yourself grace. It's you will fail. You're going to say the wrong thing. Uh, you're you're going to, there, there's times, and that's when we need to choose humility hmm. and just choose, uh, and choose, it's the high road, but it's really the low road because we're just lowering ourselves. I was wrong. I'm sorry. Even if the other person really did some stuff that just really ticked us off. But uh, it's like, own our part of it. Don't justify their part own our part and choose humility and give yourself room. It's give yourself grace. Don't beat yourself up. Uh, you're on a journey. I'm on a journey. We're all on a journey. Uh, enjoy the journey because it is short. Mm. I'm now 61 years old and it just flew by. The journey is short. You don't need, don't, you don't have time to, to fall prey to shame and to guilt and to use shaming tactics and guilt tactics. Give yourself room. Give everybody else room. And yes, as parents, we need to protect and we don't want our, our kids to, 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 uh, to fall into dangerous situations. So obviously that's, uh, that's uh, uh, true. But you can give them room to fail and give them room to be who they are and to accept them and to love them and to tell them that you love them. You don't have to resort uh, to guilt and shame. Mm. That just doesn't work. Right. Mm. What else you got, Kyle, on your uh, on your fancy list that you've been? <laughs> yeah, I copied and pasted this whole thing. It's pretty lengthy. Um, you know, you know, on oh, you know, not not to you know, we didn't want to make this podcast of just going through all these, all of yeah. these. Um, but you know, and it's like being in that, being in an environment or a church circle or a group, like you were saying, where a lot of this is prevalent and going on. Uh, you know, just wanting to remind our listeners uh, with that, that with Grace Ministries International, you know, we are a counseling ministry. And to help people work through some of those, as it's been called, church hurts or church mm. wounds, or, or people spiritual abuse is the mm. uh, is the a big word. Yeah, that's out there. yeah. And some people don't. I, I mean, I, I remember when I was going through all this, and I mean, I'm kind of a network guy, so I'm just reaching out to all kinds of folks. I'm trying to find groups and uh, you know communities where it's like, man, where where can I find this grace? Um, you know, and thank God, you know, God had led me to meet you, Vernon, and GMI and the rest. Um, but it, it was such a difficult time of not being able to, you know, have somewhere to go where I can share this stuff. It's like, well, this is what, how they're treating me. Is this even, is this even biblical? Is this, is this right? Because now I, now I just feel worse than I already did. I know I got the sin problem. You know, I know I got the bad behaviors going on. But now I don't have anywhere I can share it because if in the sharing, instead of being loved more, I'm just rejected more or outcasted more. Um, and so, you know, wanting our listeners to know, it's like there are, uh, we just, you know, in our prayer and hope is that, you know, God will just lead you to those places of where you will find a, a grace-based church group, counselor, friends, um, 
uh, it's you hard. Mm. It's hard, isn't it, finding those um, groups of of folks and uh, and really, I I've seen, and this may sound heretical, uh, I have seen some unbelievers be more accepting and loving than be, than believers, to be honest. Oh man, <laughs> and, and that's scary. I don't mean that, uh, but uh, in terms, uh, there's many out there, uh, tons of believers uh, out there. But it, it can be hard to find. One of the a big requests we get often uh, is, "Do you know of a Grace Church in my area?" Oh boy, oh. Uh, that's a, <laughs> you know, uh, it's sometimes that's that's challenging, and we do our best to to find. And of course, Network Two Twenty has got a great list of ministries and some churches that are. Uh, out there, uh, there's another um, guy that um, I spoke with, and um, he's got a, a website, and it's called locategraceministries.com, I believe. Mm. And um, but uh, and he tries to vet them, and he's got both. Um, and when I use this, he's got um, non-charismatic and charismatic grace-based church in, in a very specific. And he's got them on a map, a Google, like a, a map that's got uh, addresses. You can zoom in, mm. see where you are. And um, so uh, he he's he's trying to fill that gap a little bit. Uh, mm. We try to keep our own as well. But it can be challenging to find a group uh, near you. And I encourage you, whether through uh, Facebook, online, uh, it, it may be you start your own group. Mm. <laughs> it may be mm. that... Hey, I'm gonna start a Bible study. We're gonna talk about grace. Be careful. I think Kyle, you've experienced this because some people just aren't ready to receive the message of grace. They're so ingrained in their performance and in their box checking and and that yeah. kind of that legalistic mindset that you may get some some rejection. Have you had that? Oh yeah. Absolutely. And you know, just just a, the reminder, it's uh, God is faithful. And even going through that hard time where I didn't have a grace group, I, you know, I go to Andrew Farley's church now in Dallas. But when I didn't have that, I mean, it was such a painful, uh, Vernon, you know my story. It was such yeah. a painful time. Um, and yet God knew exactly what he was doing and what I was having to go through. And just it's still that coming to end of my flesh trip of depending on myself and and realizing it's like, well, God is all out. I God, all I have is you, but that's good because you're all I need. And yet he knew exactly what I was going through and then providing, you know, in different areas. Um, you know, I mean, we are, I don't know, a few thousand miles from each other or maybe mm-hmm. a thousand miles. But, you know, you the Lord's put you there as a great encouragement to me while I was going through all that, not having people close nearby to enjoy this grace, to enjoy this, you know, what, what God has done. Um, and yet God, you know, God was remaining faithful and all that. And so to, you know, lift that burden of gloom and doom that it's like, Oh, well, I don't have a grace church. God, God remains faithful in this. And he does. Uh, and Andrew's hmm. brilliant and his church in Dallas and, uh, in the Dallas area and also in, um, Oh, what's that West? Uh, uh, Lubbock. Lubbock. Thank you. I had the L, but uh, Lubbock, Texas also was uh, where he started. But um, 
some great churches, and he's on on Facebook. And there's other churches um, that are out there. We we want to keep building and uh, building that network. And this one guy who's doing it just done a great job. Uh, yeah. to, we want to be able to point folks to a grace based church. And and just know if if you are one, uh, some people are gonna just sometimes all of us we just fall into this thing this guilt or guilt trips and shame trips and um you know give people grace even there too and it, but if it's if it's something that's continual and and um and you're in a group or in a, in a relationship and they're always doing that you may need to step back mm-hmm. uh, you don't need that you need to be you need to be encouraged to be free and you say oh what does that mean to be free to be the righteous holy beautiful kind loving person that god made you yeah. that's the freedom that you can walk free in. And you've got the power and victory in you to do it because Christ is in you and you're brand new. And you need to be encouraged if you fail, fall, flip out, whatever at times like we all do, that's okay. Hmm. You know, God's not like, uh, there's another one. And he's not He's not Santa Claus making the list, okay? Um, that bad list is gone. Uh, and you are blessed uh, with the righteousness of Christ. So your sins are wiped away. Clean. Yeah. yeah. So look, mm. it, it, we're going to just wrap up on this. We're going to talk some more on this stuff, on the on the uh, questions you might have been scared to ask. Mm. Uh, we still have some some fun questions that. Uh, uh, that uh, we think, uh, in fact, that we would like to share and, and give some thoughts on. So let me encourage you just to wrap up. Uh, and Kyle, thank you uh, for the conversation. Uh, that uh, you are, I guarantee, more than you think you are. Because Christ made you new. You are so you, you don't even know how new I don't think we have that concept. That's why Colossians 3 says, you know, that when we see him, we're going to see him as he is. But likewise, we're going to see ourselves as we really are. This magnificent, brand new creation in Christ. I would encourage you, as Kyle said, to ask God to open your eyes to see the truth of who you are. And then... I want you to stop talking about it and start walking in that brand new freedom where Christ has set you free. You've been listening to Walking Free, a production of Grace Ministries International in Marietta, Georgia. For more information, go to our website at gmint.org. That's G-M-I-N-T dot O-R-G.